everybody's. Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast, The World According to Buki and them. Y'all, as everybody woke up this morning to the terrible news, uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine, as we all know, and U.S. President Joe Biden, I'm getting right to it, announced new strong sanctions on Russia and limitations on exports as he condemned Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, calling him an aggressor. Russia's assault began hours before dawn with a series of missile attacks against locations near Kaviv and the use of long-range artillery against the city of Kaviv near Russian near the Russian border. It quickly spread across central and eastern Ukraine as Russian forces attacked the country from three sides. Yeah. But Biden said I have no plans to talk with Putin. President Biden said he has no plans to talk with Putin, uh, with Vladimir Putin, after he announced a military strike on Ukraine. Earlier in his address, Biden said Putin's aggression against Ukraine will end up costing Russia dearly, economically, and strategically. Putin will be a pariah on the international stage, he added. Putin's choice to make a totally unjustifiable war on Ukraine will have left Russia weaker and the rest of the world stronger. As we respond, President Biden said, but first President Biden said, as the U.S. responds to Russian attack on Ukraine, he will try to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump as well. So that's good news. As we respond, he said, my administration is using every tool at our disposal to to protect American families and businesses from rising prices at the gas pump. We're taking active steps to bring down the cost and American oil and gas companies should not, should not exploit this moment to hike their respect prices to raise profits. He said, Biden said officials are monitoring energy supplies for disruptions. We've been coordinating with major oil producing and consuming countries towards our common interest to secure global energy supplies. We are actively working with countries around the world to elevate collective release from the strategic petroleum reserves for major energy consuming countries, he said. And the United States will release additional barrels of oil as conditions warrant. Biden says he knows that gas prices have already been rising in the United States. I know this is hard and Americans are already hurting. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me, but this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, the consequences for America would be much worse. America stands up to bullies. We stand up for freedom. This is who we are, he said. So, President Joe Biden gave an address on the situation in Ukraine, condemned Russia for launching the military strike on today, and announced new strong sanctions and limitations on what can be exported to Russia. This is going to impose severe costs on the Russian economy, both immediately and over time. We have purposefully designed these sanctions to maximize long-term 
impact on Russia and to minimize the impact on the United States and our allies, he said. The United States is not doing this alone, he said, adding that the 27 EU members and the G7 members will participate in these sanctions. And well, here are the sanctions he announced. Limit Russia's ability to do business in dollars, euros, pounds, and a yen to be part of the global economy. Two, stop the ability to finance and grow Russian military. Three, impair their ability to compete in high-tech 21st century economy. Four, U.S. sanctioned Russian banks that together hold around $1 trillion in assets. He added, we're also blocking four major banks. That means every asset they have in America will be frozen. It's going to take time and we have to show resolve. So he knows what is coming. So the people of Russia know what he's brought on them. And that's what this is all about. This is going to take time, Biden later said. So um, Putin is the aggressor. Again, US, U.S. President Biden said, uh, he also said Russian President Vladimir Putin bears full responsibility for attacking Ukraine and said Russia will face consequences because of, because of it. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war and now he and his country will bear the consequences, Biden said in remarks to the White House. So there you have it, folks. However, well, I'm just going to say this. Um, from what I looked like I was watching some type of news show and they were talking about um, they were talking about uh, that Vladimir Putin was telling his country that, you know, all these bad things about America and about Ukraine and what they're trying to do and, you know, what we're trying to do to them. And I don't think I bet some of his people know some of his people know that for the most part, I want to say at least at, out of 100 percent. At least 85% of America wants peace. They don't want to bad no war. We, you know, we for peace. We're not for all that drama. So I know some of the Russian people know that, you know, but he, you know, from what I heard, kind of manipulated the situation to make it seem like they were, that if they didn't do that, or, you know, whatever, or whatever the case may be, the people, some of the people over there, are led, uh, it was my understanding that they're led to believe that, you know, that has to be done because everybody's against them or, you know, could be against them if they don't do what they do. There's some type of manipulation going on. I don't know at all, but it looked like, I forget what, what show that was I seen on. I, don't, I can't remember. I don't want to say, but I know it was on one of the major news um, shows. I caught that. And, um, you know, he's he basically telling them what he want to tell them, you know, to justify what he's doing. And, um, I, you know, I just wish it was some way that we could let the Russian people know that we're not all for war. That's all I got to say, that we are not all for war. And, you know, we want peace. America wants peace. That's what we want. We want peace, we want equality, and we want prosperity and, you know, the American dream. We don't want all this war going on. And then here's another thing with, with uh, Vladimir Putin. 
you know, uh, he said, like, there he has, I'm going to just say this, y'all, I'm concerned. I am concerned. He has no emotion. No emotion. He's sitting, I mean, you don't know what's going on in his mind or what his eyes have seen. And, you know, uh, there's no empathy. I know he ain't got no empathy. He has zero, he has zero empathy. It's like he's almost can see all that war and people blowing up and all this different kind of terrible things that you see in war. And it's like he's sitting watching a bunch of of 100 puppies, beautiful little golden retrievers and puppies and all these other cute little puppies just playing. Just cute little puppies playing. And he he has a pleasant look on his face like he's almost like he's pleased and he's oh and he's pleased but he doesn't he he doesn't you would think somebody you know oh i'm mad you know you're like we gonna blow up ukraine and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that blah, 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 blah. none of that he's just sitting there like he's watching puppies at play which tip which makes me very concerned very concerned I mean, do we really want the, the, I, I don't think Russia had a choice in putting him in office. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have. And I'm like, you want somebody in y'all taking over y'all country like that? You know, just saying, you know, you don't know if he, he going, if he'll get pissed off and go in that office and pu- try to push a button. I'm just saying, maybe I've been watching too much, too many movies. But I just don't want that man flipping out and going to push no button. That's all I got to say. Back in a moment with the World According to Bookie and them podcast. Stay with me, y'all. Back in a moment. First team across and checking. Hi, checking in. Yep, it's me, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Oh, here you are. Just a couple questions. Any allergies, you know, like cats, dogs? Nope. And deer? I'm sorry, what? How about a fox, bear, water buffalo? What about a sloth? A sloth. 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 Sloth allergies? Yeah. No. Branch. This way. Okay. And one more thing. You're comfortable around crocodiles, right? A crocodile what? a prince in a mansion i am the dream realized i am the late night griot bringing light to every eyebrow raising headline the champ is here yep first place every time i am magical roots from the underground blinded and still a masterpiece with no bounds my grand crew stands together finer with time i am forever a guardian of we the architects of brilliance the definition of black history peacock Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Really appreciate it. As mask mandates fall, BA2 stealth Omicron cases slowly rise. The relaxing of mitigation mitigation measures like mask mandates paired with the spread of a highly transmissible subvariant threatens to prolong the latest wave of the coronavirus in the U.S. 
Did y'all hear me? I don't think y'all heard me. The relaxing of mitigation measures like mass mandates paired with the spread of a highly transmissible, highly transmissible subvariant threatens to prolong the latest wave of coronavirus in the U.S. Everywhere we look on the news, there are people holding up signs saying end all mass mandates and let us breathe, let us breathe, let us breathe. And well, as far as the mass mandates go, you can breathe for now. You know, I mean, I got to keep it real. Take, you know, a lot of people are saying, that, you know, even at the schools, they're saying it's optional. They're not saying, you know, you know, it's optional. If you want to be able to, if you want to take your mask off and I need to breathe and I'm taking my mask off at school and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, you know, and I'm not going to wear a mask, you know, is my option. That's right. It is your right. And it is your option. It, It truly is. But at what cost? Breathe now, die later, I don't know. After the Omicron variant sent coronavirus cases, hospitalization, and deaths soaring during winter months, the metrics are all on the decline in the United States, prompting state and local officials to relax mitigating mitigation measures. But a sub-variant of Omicron that is even more transmissible than the lineage that caused the worst coronavirus surge in the U.S. has ever seen is lurking. And experts warn it could prolong the latest wave as people are eager to drop their masks and move into a new phase of the pandemic. Cases of BA2, one of four Omicron subvariants, are roughly doubling each week. It was responsible for nearly 4% of new coronavirus cases last week, according to estimates, estimates from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. That's up from 2% of cases the week before and 1% the week before that. While the increase is small and slower than some predicted, experts warn that the relaxation of mitigation measures could help the subvariant take hold in the U.S. BA2, which has been informally referred to as the stealth Omicron. Google Stealth Omicron is already the the dominant lineage in the 18 countries. In 18 countries. And that's according to the World Health Organization. It is considered even more infectious than other already deemed highly contagious Omicron subvariants. Did you hear me? 
it is considered even more infectious than all, than all other already deemed highly contagious. Already deemed highly contagious. Omicron subvariants. Similar to the original Omicron subvariant, it appears to decrease vaccine efficacy. Holla if you hear me. It also shows signs of resistance to some monoclonal antibody treatments. And that's according to preliminary research. New findings out of Denmark that haven't been peer-reviewed also suggest BA2 can reinfect people shortly after they recover from the more common lineage of Omicron. Though the occurrence is rare and is seen mostly in young unvaccinated individuals with mild disease not resulting in hospitalization or death. The start of BA2 spread in the U.S. comes as every state but Hawaii has dropped or plans to drop indoor mask mandates. The timing of ending mitigation mitigation measures and presents challenges to understanding the subvariants, says Brianne Barker, an associate professor of biology at Drew University. For one, she said, it makes it difficult to know how much of the BA2 caseload increases are due to higher transmissibility versus opportunity since it started circulating as mitigation measures fail. The removal of mass mandates while cases remain elevated could also give BA2 a boost. According to Jennifer Surtees, an associate professor of biochemistry at the University of Buffalo, said that's where I worry about BA2 potentially being able to get a foothold and finding people who don't already have immunity or have waning immunity. Surtees says, if we stay the by the way, stealth is a nickname for the Omicron variant. They say the cases, you know, are low. And even though we all have the at home tests and stuff like that, I mean, you know, it's, I, I bet it's pretty hard for them to try to, you know, Figure out, you know, is this, is the um, BA2, you know, is it more cases than not? But I guess we'll find out in the upcoming weeks. We just have to wait for it. And, um, you know, the name, the name of the subvariant uh, BA2 has sparked a conversation about the, what the public should call BA2. Is it, you know, is it stealth Omicron? But the, it is an um, unofficial nickname for the uh, subvariant. Um, so, yeah, uh, a recent study out of Japan that has not been yet peer reviewed found that enhancers BA2 appeared to cause more severe disease than its more common counterpart, BA1. 
It looks like we might be looking at a new Greek letter. In the meantime, I'm going to continue to wear my mask. And people out there that wants to breathe and not wear their mask, well, they have the option. Do you, boo? But I'm going to be wearing my mask. And I'm going to still say an ounce of prevention beats a pound of remedy. Back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and them. Stay with me, everybody. Thanks. Back in a moment. so much. Columbia University suspends psychiatry head after freak of nature tweet about a dark skin model. Whether a work of art or a freak of nature, she's a beautiful sight to behold, Jeffrey Lieberman said in a tweet about Kim Gottwich, who is of South Sudanese descent. Columbia University's psychiatry department head has been suspended after he tweeted a photo of a dark-skinned model and commented on her skin color, referring to her as a freak of nature. Jeffrey Lieberman shared the tweet about model about the model Nayakim Gottwich, who is of South Sudanese descent, writing, whether a work of art or a freak of nature, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful sight to behold. He was suspended Wednesday as psychiatry department chair at Columbia's uh, Vagalos College of Physicians and Surgeons and also removed as psychiatrist-in-chief at Columbia University Urban Medical Center, New York Presbyterian Hospital, according to an email sent to Columbia, uh, Columbia, Columbia faculty and staff that was shared. His tweet, which was later deleted, quickly received backlash with some Twitter users demanding he be removed from his position. Gottwich slammed his comments as straight up racism. Coming from somebody with so much power that was that was so disappointing, she said. She shared the tweet on her Instagram to set the record straight. Lieberman's comment was a retweet of a post claiming Gottwich set a Guinness World Record for title for having the darkest skin. She clarified the claim was untrue. My manager first brought it to my attention in 2020, and although we've denied it to multiple fact checkers, clearly it's still floating around even after. Uh, and um, Guinness World Record stated that it does not monitor skin tones I can't imagine 
It's even possible to know who's the lightest or darkest person on the planet, she wrote. I love my dark skin and my nickname, Queen of Dark, but I never said I'm the darkest person on the earth, she said. Lieberman apologized to his colleagues in an email Tuesday, calling his tweet racist and sexist and saying he was deeply ashamed. A Columbia spokesperson shared the email with NBC News. An apology from me to the black community, to women, and to all of you is not enough, the email said. I've hurt many, and I am begging to understand the work ahead to make needed personal changes and over time regain your trust. Lieberman's Twitter account was no longer up as of Thursday morning, and Lieberman did not immediately respond to requests for a comment early. Back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them. Thanks, everybody. From the soil to a prince in a mansion, I am the dream realized. I am the late night griot bringing light to every eyebrow raising headline. The champ is here! Yup, first place every time. I am magical roots from the underground, blinded and still a masterpiece with no bounds. My grand crew stands together, finer with time. I am forever a guardian of we, the architects of brilliance, the definition of black history. Peacock streaming now. Wonderful, safe evening. Pay attention to your local weather stations. We got some crazy weather coming up, y'all. Again, thank you. The world, according to Boogie and M, does not own any of the rights to any of the music, commercials, or some of the songs. Y'all make it a great night. Thanks again. Peace.